0: Hello, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons, pastor of Legacy Church here in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast today. On behalf of my wife Sarah and I and our family, our staff, our congregation here at Legacy Church, we want to continue to believe God with you for the very happiest... Happiest of new years and believing God for big things in this coming year, and one of the things the lord's been telling us so strongly uh, b- before this year ever began, as we came out of twenty twenty going into twenty twenty one the Lord witnessed to our hearts and said, This year will be a year of living life." more abundantly, and that's what we're believing God for with you as well. I'm standing right now on the platform here in the Sanctuary of Legacy Church, and if you've been following us in this ministry for any length of time, you know that this is a miracle right here. Just, just the fact that I'm able to come to you right now from this place. It's a miracle. It's a testimony. It's evidence of the goodness and the faithfulness of God towards us and towards this ministry. And it's proof that the Lord has connected us with partners all over the world. Some of which are watching right now who have been faithful to sow into the buy up and build out of this property. And when we got here, oh gosh, uh, two years ago now, something like that, getting close to it anyway. You know, this place, it was just a shell and it needed a lot of work both inside and outside the building. But God has been faithful to equip us, to supply for us. And look, we're in. We are in this place. We're having church now. I mean, take a look. I'll show you some pictures, show you some video of what it's been looking like in here over the last several weeks as we've had church together. Back beginning in December of 2020, we started actually having service in the sanctuary, open to the public, and God's just been so good. We've had some amazing times together in worship and around the word of the Lord, and and we're just so thrilled and excited and want you to know that you're welcome anytime as well. Uh, Wherever you are right now, if you want to venture out this way and see just some of the most beautiful land God ever created, then come check out Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Come to Legacy Church and just experience with us the same goodness of the Lord. Uh, Years ago, the Lord led us to the book of Nehemiah uh, concerning the buy-up and build-out of our ministry property. And we looked together in the book of Nehemiah at chapter 8, In verse four, it says, Ezra the scribe stood on a platform of wood, which they'd made for the purpose. Now, if you know anything about this book of Nehemiah, it's one big building project. And I know that's why the Lord led us here. And in the midst of this building project, they build a platform, the scripture says, that was made for a purpose. And man, when we saw that in the scripture, the Lord really witnessed on the inside of us that that was our direction, that that was our assignment, that what we were building here was more than just a building. It was more than just a place to contain and to to let people gather. It was a platform with a purpose. This platform I'm standing on right now is a platform with a purpose. And the purpose of this platform is so that there would be a place to preach the gospel from. That's what the purpose was of this platform in Scripture. They needed a place where they could come and declare the word of the Lord to God's people. That's what this platform is about. That's the purpose of this. This is not a platform for a person or a personality. This is a platform with a purpose, with an assignment. And the purpose of this platform is to preach the gospel. And that's what it's all about. And I want to back up in the same book of Nehemiah into chapter two, because I believe that uh, there are some people watching right now. I know there are who have got this same kind of assignment on your life. Doesn't have to be in ministry. It can be in any area of your life. Something God's called you to buy up, called you to build out. And I know that uh, I know that he has because God is all about progress, progress, moving forward, never standing still and certainly never going back, building, expanding. That's what the assignment is to a degree on all of our lives. And like we said, this book of Nehemiah is about one big building project. And when the man Nehemiah got it so strong in his heart to rebuild the city of Jerusalem and the gates around the city, you know, there were people that heard it and got on board with it and got stirred up with that same vision. But then there were also those that heard it and laughed at it. And that's a pretty good uh, indicator of some of the same kind of thing you could face, the same thing you and I could face in buying up and building out and progressing. There will be people, and you've experienced this, who hear the vision and jump on board with you and get excited about it. We've had that. We've had, like I said, partners who have joined with us in this project and made a massive difference for us in this project. But listen to what else happened when Nehemiah gave the vision to some people. The scripture says in Nehemiah chapter 2, in verse 19, lists some individuals here. It says, when they heard about it, they laughed at him. They laughed at him and despised him, said, what is this thing you're doing? See, not everybody jumps on board with it. They said, what is this thing you're doing? Will you rebel against the king? And I love this response. Listen to this in verse 20. Nehemiah two twenty says, So I answered them and said to them, The God of heaven himself will prosper us. Oh, come on. Can I read that to you again? The God of heaven himself will prosper us. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build. Because God, the God of heaven's going to prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants will arise and build. In other words, people who laugh, people who scorn, people who just don't get it. Doesn't matter. They're not your source. I said, they're not your source. Who is your source? You have the same God of heaven that Nehemiah had, that we here at Legacy Church have. You have the same God of heaven and he'll do the same thing for you that he did for us, that he's done in the scripture for countless others and that he's doing for people all over the world. If you will believe him, if you will take him at his word and if you'll put these same words in your mouth, the God of heaven will prosper us and we will arise and build. And you, you may need to say that right now. Right there as you're watching this, the God of heaven will prosper us. The God of heaven will prosper our family. The God of heaven will prosper our business. The God of heaven will prosper our church, will prosper our ministry. And because he's the one prospering us, what are we going to do? We will arise, we getting up. We will get up and we will build. Come on, that's a good word for you right now. I don't know who needed to hear it. I'm thinking everybody needed to hear it. That's a good word to start this year on. The God of heaven will prosper us. We will arise and we will build. I just wanted to encourage you with that today. I was stirred up in my heart to to minister that to you. I believe that somebody needed to hear it. Grab a hold of that word and believe it and step out on it. You know, there's, we, we've made amazing, miraculous progress in this buy-up and build-out project. Not that long ago, we had none of it. All we had was a 30,000-square-foot facility and some people had sown. But at the beginning of this project, I mean, we started with 0% complete. But just over the course of this project and over the course especially of the last two years, the Lord has done amazing, miraculous things. And I can tell you without a doubt, the God of heaven has prospered us. And when I reported to you last, we were about 95% complete. Now we're up over 96% complete. That's getting close to the end of this thing. And that's just the first part of this. There will be more to do. So if you've, if you've missed out on the opportunity to sew into this part of the project, that's all right. There'll be more to do after that. But the whole aim and goal of this part of the project was to get this place open and look, we're open. We're coming up on 100% complete and and the doors are open. I'm telling you, the God of heaven has prospered us. There's only about 1,000 square feet or so left to go. And by the time you see this, we'll be even further along than that. So now's a good time to get get in on this if the Lord would put it on your heart. If you want to sow today and be a part of this buy up and build out project, sow in faith, believing that the God of heaven is prospering you, then do it. Just do it. Get excited about it. Do whatever the Lord puts on your heart. It doesn't matter. Just do it and do it in faith. Do it in love. He'll see it. And that seed will be like an open door of access for God to go to work in your life your family and whatever you set your hand to do. A number of ways you can get involved financially with us here at Pearson's Ministries International Legacy Church in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. If you'd like to text your offering for those of you watching inside the United States, that's available to you. Just text LTV and any dollar amount to the number LTV, any dollar amount to 28950. If you'd like to give online, you can do that as well. Just visit us at pearsonsministries.com or if you're writing a check, you can make that check payable to Pearson's Ministries International. Use the address that you see there on your screen. Father, we thank you for the giving of the people today. We call them blessed and we declare out loud, the God of heaven will prosper us and we will arise and build in Jesus' name. Well, I took a few extra minutes with that today. I believe you needed to hear it. Right now, I wanna take you back into one of the services that was recorded previously here at Legacy Church. And it was actually recorded before we got into the sanctuary. We were in another room in the building while the, the uh, construction process was still happening in here. And uh, we've been talking in the church about our own reverence for God and our honor for God coming up. Because as we see in scripture, the, the, the greater, the, the greater degree to which we reverence him, that's how much he can manifest his presence and, and manifest his power in our lives and in our church. So if we want to see more of him, let's reverence him more. And that's what we've been talking about here on Legacy TV. I want to take you into a a sermon that we recorded a number of weeks ago. It'll take us a few weeks to get the whole thing in, but we're going to talk today about paying attention. Jesus is worthy of our attention. Let's watch this, and I'll be back at the end of this broadcast. Uh, In 1 Timothy chapter 3, beginning in verse 14, look at this again with me today. Paul writing to this young pastor named Timothy. He said, these things I write to you, Though I hope to come to you shortly, but if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth. Paul said, I'm writing to you. I want to get to you in person, but if I can't get there, I'm writing to you so that you know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God And just so we're clear, he says, which is the church of the living God, the pillar of the ground, excuse me, the pillar and ground of the truth. It matters, evidently, how we act, how we conduct ourselves in church. And these are important things for us to talk about in these beginning days of this church to lay a foundation for what it's going to be like here. We talked about it months ago. We talked about how it's significant, how important the atmosphere of this place is. And what we want above all else is for the air that we breathe when we come into this church to be an atmosphere of faith and an atmosphere of love. And I believe we can come to that place where somebody steps in and they take a deep breath in and they inhale something they never have before because it's not just oxygen in this air. It's not just thin oxygen. It's, it's rich with faith and love. It matters what goes on in a church. And he says, I'm writing to you so that you know how to conduct yourself in church. And there's a lot of tradition. There's a lot of religion that tries to instruct and direct the way to influence the way we come to church and what we do in church. And you can always tell, too. When somebody's sat under a lot of strict religious teaching, man, it's like turning into another person when they step inside the church. And it's not good, right? It's like putting something on that's not actually them. They're one way in the house when they got up. They're one way in the car driving out here And maybe they were angry and frustrated and irritable and cranky. And then all of a sudden they get to the parking lot and open the door and somebody says, hey, good morning. And they're like, hey, brother, God bless you. So blessed by my opportunity to be in the house. Oh, shut up. You know, it's like you can be anything with God but fake. One of the things our pastor taught us years ago was God will meet you where you are, but not where you pretend to be there's no room for fakeness. There's no room for pretense with him, but it matters how we do conduct ourselves in church. And instead of letting tradition influence that, instead of letting religion influence that, why don't we let the word of God tell us how we're to conduct ourselves in church? If you look back in the verses leading up to this, all through chapter 3, Paul is writing to Timothy, talking to him. First of all, he says uh, about bishops. And like we've talked about before, that's somebody in a leadership position that would describe the the place that Sarah and I hold, maybe even some of the others on our team that, that work directly beneath us. But he goes on and he also talks about deacons. That's people who serve. What I like about what we're doing together this week and we've done over the last number of weeks in getting together with just those who have volunteered to serve in this church, is that literally just in these few verses, he's talking to everybody in this room. This is a specific group of people. And what I came to realize this week, even more so than I had in weeks past, was how important it is for those two groups of people to get on the same page. Now, not everybody that comes to this church obviously is the leader of the church, but not everybody who comes to this church will serve in this church. But if we can get the leadership and those who are in place to serve on the same page, in the same place, we can influence the atmosphere of this place. And we can live our lives and conduct ourselves in such a way that somebody comes in off the street and our faith and our love and our reverence like Sarah talked to us about already today and what Paul wrote to Timothy about, for these, we can be the overriding factor of what kind of atmosphere we have in this church, just through the leadership and those who serve. It's important that we get on the same page. He talked to him about bishops being reverent and their children being reverent and wives and and deacons and so on. Uh, He used the word reverent over and over and over again. And that's why we also looked in the book of Acts chapter 9 You don't have to turn there. Uh, We can put it on the screen for you. But in Acts chapter 9, verse 31, it says, Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace. They had peace and were edified. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Listen to it from the Passion Translation today. It says, After this, the church all over Judea, Galilee, and Samaria experienced a season of peace. The congregations grew larger and larger. Somebody say amen. Amen. The congregations grew larger and larger with the believers. Listen now, being empowered and encouraged by what? By who? By the Holy Spirit. How and why were these congregations growing larger and larger? This is what we've been talking about for weeks. Miraculous exponential growth in these churches. What was the reason? What was the cause? Where was it coming from? You see here that it was coming from the believers being empowered and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. The New King James and other translations say the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Now that word comfort's so big, that's, that's who he is. That's just not what he does. That's who he is. Jesus told his disciples, I will send you another comforter. And if you look in the Amplified, it took like, I don't know, six or eight different words just to unpack what that one word comforter actually meant. He's your standby. He's your advocate, right? He's the one who will take of what is mine and show it to you. All of this is in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. But these churches were growing because the believers were empowered and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. Now, let me just take a a quick little sidestep here. And we'll talk more about it, I believe, in the time to come. But God can and does do things in our lives directly just between us and Him. God can do something, say something to you, minister something to you, and you got it straight from Him. And I'm not necessarily talking about an audible voice, but just, just light and revelation as you read His Word, just the ministry of His Spirit that lives big in you. But how often does God use some other person to get to you? A lot, a lot. That's what the ministry gifts are for. The apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers, evangelists, that's what those gifts are about, is God getting something to you. But it doesn't just come from from the pulpit. You and I, all of us, are called to minister to one another And much of this encouragement that he's talking about, it doesn't just have to come because you got a word from God. It can come as the result of the Lord leading somebody else to encourage you. See, we got to be open to this. This is a big part of your calling. We think about our calling in terms of our profession, our jobs, our vocations, and maybe that's part of it, but there's so much more. You are called to encourage. Amen. Somebody said, I, I am called to encourage. To encourage. And we'll talk more about that in time to come. But these churches were growing as the result of the empowerment and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit and they worshiped God. The new, new King James says they walked in the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They worshiped God, the Passion says, Worship God in wonder and in awe and walked in the fear of the Lord. Wonder and awe. I love what Sarah talked to us about already during worship this morning. What we sang about our God is an awesome God. Awesome. Sometimes I get so frustrated with our language. We tend to use a word to describe so many different things. And because of that, it cheapens it. When you use the word, to des- the, the word to awesome to describe God and dinner, <laughs> it, it sort of cheapens the way you look at God. There are words, I believe, that should be, if not in our speaking, at least in our hearts, right. reserved for Him. That's good. That's good. Awesome. Somebody just say it, Awesome. 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 That's what the fear of the Lord is. It's to worship in awe. Watch this. Awe. No, no, literally. Watch me. Awe. Just try it. You say it. Awe. But leave your mouth like you just stop in the middle of the word awesome. Awe. You here, You know what this is right here? That's the fear of the Lord. That's how you describe. That's what awesome is. It's this. It's just mouth wide open. And the fear of the Lord is so simple when you get down to it. It starts with, there is a God. There is a God. I said there is a God. And that's what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Just that revelation alone. Just believing that alone right there. That, that will so influence your life. There are things you will do or won't do. Why? Because there is a God. There are places you will not go. Why? Because there is a God. There are things you will not say. Why? Why? Because there is a God. That's the beginning of the fear of the Lord. But I believe the next step in it is just as simple. Not only is there a God, but He's big. <laughs> He's so big. That's why Sarah talked to us today about God is great and greatly to be praised. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more.